Hi, I'm Tony Mala, and welcome to the ASA Podcast, a program for automotive professionals that helps keep you ahead of what's now, what's new, and what's next in the business of automotive service and collision repair. This podcast is brought to you by the Automotive Service Association, dedicated to driving your success. And we'll be sharing information, insight, and inspiration that will not just help you make a living, it will help you make a difference. Hi, I'm talking today with Jennifer Maher, the CEO of the TechForce Foundation, and they have been developing some new tools for the industry. And I thought it was about time we caught up with Jennifer and found out about their new TechForce community. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hey, Tony. Good to be with you. We haven't talked in a while, and I know there's a lot been going on at TechForce. So uh, why don't we just dive right in? Tell me about the TechForce community. Well, this has been a long vision and dream that we've had for several years in really going head to head on how do we solve the tech shortage. And you may recall back in 2016, we rebranded our name as TechForce all around the technician workforce and listened to industry and said, you know, what's the biggest challenge going on? And it's the shortage. So, you know, again, we said this should be something a nonprofit really could take the leadership in because the only way you're going to solve it is to literally try to convene and harness all the power of all the industry, all of these resources, everything that's available and direct that at the future pipeline of young people who are considering the job or maybe haven't considered the profession yet and help them go for it. Good luck. And then we just throw them to the wind and let them figure it out. And, you know, young people, you don't know what you don't know. And the parents, I mean, I don't know what I don't know. So my kid comes home in middle school, which, you know, that's when most of the schools these days are asking the kids to start thinking about what they want to be when they grow up and doing some career exploration. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you got a kid who says, well, I don't know. I, I like working with my hands. I like fixing things. I like cars, like things that go fast. And he or she comes home and says, hey, mom, maybe I should work in automotive or diesel. The mother says, what do you want to do that for? Right. And just totally derails the kid. Or the parents like, well, you know, that sounds interesting, but they have no clue how to help their own kid navigate that journey. So that's really where TechForce said our job as a nonprofit could be this convener of all these resources to bring everything into one place, to be that helpful friend, that champion and kind of be there for them through the journey. So you can't do that in this day and age with Gen Zers and do it through links or emails. It's all got to be mobile, online, gamified, fun, interactive. That's what the TechForce community is. How long has TechForce been around now? It was founded, what, it's got to be five, six years ago. Yeah, well, we, um, like I said, in 2016, we had actually been around for about 10 years prior to that as a scholarship and grant organization. And that was the one thing that we did, and we did it really well. We give out about a million dollars in scholarships and grants each year to help students get to a technical school, to get to their training, and to be able to make it through. So even life happens emergency grants because you may have a tuition scholarship and then you're in school and you're working hard to get through school and you got your part-time job and then you walk out in the parking lot, you got a flat tire and you don't have the money. The next thing you know, you can't get to school, you can't get to your part-time job. And, you know, as pun would say, the wheels start to fall off and you have to drop out of school. Well, you know, when you need techs in this industry, we can't afford to have them drop out over a $400 hiccup. 
But that was exactly what Tech Force had done for about 10 years is giving away scholarships and grants. Mm. But that's when in 2016 said we need to do more than that because that is a piece of the equation, but it's not the whole solution. So this is now more the tech force, the bigger idea, the bigger solution of being the champion for the working and future technicians. We're up to about a million and a half dollars a year in the scholarships and grants. And we give it to students, any technical, post-secondary technical school that they're looking to go to, auto, diesel, collision, restoration, motorcycle, marine, uh, motorsports, welding, the whole kit and caboodle. So you're covering the waterfront pretty much. As we say, when techs rock, America rolls. So if it moves... You need a tech to keep it moving. Well, your point about Gen Z's, we have to communicate differently uh, between generations. And that is, frankly, one of the biggest challenges in the shop. When I talk to shop owners, uh, we've been doing a lot of virtual training these days because of the COVID situation. And when I ask, you know, how are the technicians reacting to it? It's very much generational based. The younger techs love it because they're used to it. The older ones, not so much. But what about the tech force community is aimed at the Gen Z? How does it work? It's a website, I presume. How do we get there? It's an experience. So it's an app. It works on your phone. It works on tablet. It works on desktop. The whole idea is it's the place to convene. So if we're truly the champion for our future and working technicians and connecting them to all the resources that really help them explore the career path, build their skills, get workforce ready, connect and find people, then that is exactly where it digitally is like LinkedIn meets match.com. And so you imagine that because it's built by techs for techs and aimed at the next generation, it really is very youthful. It's being built and designed by 20 somethings. And so they're the first ones to be like, yeah, that's cool. And that's not. We've been beta testing it with students around the country and they will tell you. So they're the first ones who say, I want to be able to put up all the, you know, the stuff, the projects I'm working on. And we want to be able to have them judged and win awards and have it gamified and have points. We want to do trivia and you want to be able to stump the tech or name that tool. And you want to be able to earn points. And those points go to coins and coins get redeemed for stuff that they need. Like they all need tools especially when you're up and coming aspiring tech. Yeah. You all would love a gift card for partners of ours like Shell or Advanced Auto Parts or AutoZone. So it's things like this that are meaningful to them in their lives. We also know that they need experiences, right? They want to get immersed in this industry, but they don't know how, they don't have the money, they don't have the resources or the connections. Being a nonprofit we get donated tickets to NASCAR or NHRA, or we can take them backstage at Barrett-Jackson or Meekum Auctions and you know do all these experiences that they can't organize on their own. We get those things donated and then we can take groups of them where they just come into the community and we're like, hey, you know, we have 200 people that we can take to Meekum Phoenix. Who wants to go? And they register. So, you know, this idea that they can get access and complimentary tickets, they can compete on strutting their stuff and all the knowledge that they have while they're learning, right? Because you do trivia, you learn what you don't know. Yeah. Um, you enter into contests, it's the engagement. But then all along this time, you're keeping your portfolio of what you've done, what you've accomplished. Because in the future, you're going to want to be able to say, I've been passionate about this industry since I was 14. And look, I've earned these certifications. I've won these student of course awards or whatever they might be in school. You've been involved with Skills USA. You were an ambassador, like, you know, but 
kids don't organize all that. And then you go to kind of present yourself and you're like, oh gosh, how do I do that? Well, again, this becomes a place where you can keep your passion alive and have it kind of in that one-stop shop. And that for us, we believe is where the young people starting in middle school, that tech force can be their partner in saying, are you ready for high school? Did you know that there's a technical auto shop program at your high school over here? You didn't know? Awesome. We're glad we helped you figure this out. You're looking for scholarships. Hmm. Here are all the scholarships, not just tech forces scholarships, but everybody who offers a scholarship for an auto or a diesel tech student, they don't know they exist. We do. Hmm. We feed that to the student so that they can be like, cool, I needed money to go to school. Tech force helped me find it. Tech force helped me know that their schools existed. Tech force helped me meet mentors in my community. Tech Force helped me go out and spend my weekends living my passion. Well, it sounds like it's a neat career portfolio that you're describing. That's exactly what it's meant to be. Yeah. You know, and I think it's time that the industry kind of flips it over and lets young people talk to young people. Hmm. And I'm hoping, you know, God love you. I, I love being on these podcasts and things. More in the future, we're going to have our younger advocates standing up and talking and talking with each other peer to peer about the excitement of this industry. Yeah. And I think that that breath of fresh air is kind of needed right now because there's just a lot of us old dogs who are kind of still talking about what a great opportunity this industry offers, but they're not going to believe us as much as they are going to believe the 20 somethings who um, are talking that talk. That's definitely for sure. And you know, we can talk about it, but if you can show them, and I think that is a big part of what you're describing is the ability to actually see and experience, as you, to use your word, what the industry is really about. Because I know from my time serving on an advisory council, like you, I was amazed at how much even the instructors and the career counselors didn't know about the opportunities within our industry. And being able to bring those to the front and show someone with a technical background can do a whole variety of things they probably never considered. We tend to stop at the service bay and just think of that. Right. But really, our industry is so much broader than that. I started out as a tech, and it gave me some opportunities that I might have never had simply because I didn't have that technical background. Okay, I'm a young person. You know, I just heard this podcast, and I'm, I'm interested in learning more about it. Where do I go to get this information? Yeah, well, we want you to go to jointechforce.org. Ah. Jointechforce.org. And again, this is where we want everybody to join the technician workforce to help them grow to help them succeed. So you go and you can create a profile as a student. Uh -huh. You can pro create a profile as a working tech, as an industry professional. So I expect to see you too, Tony. And uh, you can also create a profile as an instructor. Uh -huh. Yeah. So this is where, again, the schools, the instructors, the employers can come together, but they can search and really kind of find what they're looking for. So that they're trying to reach out and connect with ASA or some other organization, they know you exist. That's where we would want everybody to go and just start to create their profile and have fun and compete and start earning their points. Basically, think about it this way. It's engagement points. Mm. So the more you do, the more you explore your passion, the more you get involved, the more points you're going to earn. And that's where, again, we need our industry partners to walk the talk which is if you care about the tech shortage, you care about trying to help grow your own, you know, and grow the pipeline, then contribute, donate so that we have more money for scholarships, that we have more prizes for the points, that we have contests and cool trivia questions that you might know. 
but that we haven't thought of yet. So again, it's supposed to be all interactive and experience, and it's going to take the entire community pumping the information, the resources into TechForce so that we can be that cog of the charitable mission of turning it around and harnessing that power mm-hmm. to help the students and young people navigate this pathway. So this is something theoretically a shop owner could sign up and put in a, a profile as well. Absolutely. And I assume this is pretty much across the entire enterprise as far as our industry goes. So someone who's, say, more interested on the part side would be able to put their profile up there as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you asked that because I think it's important that TechForce stays in its lane. Mm -hmm. In the nonprofit world, we often call it mission creep, right? Which is if all of a sudden you start to get out of your zone and now we're trying to, how to have people consider careers as accountants in the automotive industry. Mm -hmm. That's not our sweet spot, right? We don't go there. We stay with the technicians, the people who are working on the vehicles, the engines. But when we come to that, we also recognize that young people in particular don't know what they don't know. And they don't know whether they love auto or motorsports or maybe aviation or diesel. And they're still just exploring. Mm-hmm. And a to tech force, a tech is a tech is a tech. There are differences and different trainings. But in the end of the day, when you're doing career exploration, we're pulling way back and saying we need middle and high school students to just consider the technician profession and explore all of them. Maybe they fall in love with paint and body more. Mm-hmm. You know, who is it for us to tell them which sector? Mm-hmm. But it's a challenge in our industry because the sectors tend to be siloed and automotive serves up all their information and resources in that world. And then you go over and there's a whole nother world in community and movers and shakers and diesel and same within restoration. And those silos prohibit students from really exploring the career path. Whereas in tech force, it's all where you get to identify your personal interests mm-hmm. and to start going deeper on what fits for you. You know, that's a neat mission. And it sounds like you're doing quite a bit to address some of the biggest challenges we have as an industry, which is our image. Well, yeah, we definitely, all the storytelling, all the imagery, you know, we're thinking a lot about it these days. So, uh, you know, these are STEM careers. Mm-hmm. So we advocate often and move around the country in non-COVID times with our STEM Career Center, helping people understand the correlation between the computers and the technology and the industry, because there's this real disconnect mm-hmm. between the TV commercials you see with all the fancy cars and the electric vehicles and autonomous. And, and yet then we still have this outdated image of a blue collar technician career. And yet it's a new collar career. These are computers on wheels. So, you know, we constantly are talking that story. But as I said, we're starting to show it through the eyes of the young people, you know, um, to be able to talk about it because they say in all of our focus groups, you can get me excited about cars and trucks, et cetera, but get my parents and my counselors out of the way because they're still stuck with those old stigmas. They know the technology that goes into vehicles today. And quite frankly, they see that transportation is not going away anytime soon. Well, the private vehicle is our mass transportation system for the most part in our country. And we are in the middle of a pretty significant technology revolution when it comes to powertrains, as we all know. I know there's been lots of talk about electrification, but that being said, the vehicle fleet we have is going to be with us for the foreseeable future. Just like it took a while to transition away from, you know, horses and buggies, it didn't happen overnight. Same thing is going to happen, I think, with uh, with things like electric vehicles, more 
driven by technology challenges, I think, than anything else. Right. But still, it's a new direction, I think, for the industry that most people aren't aware of. And we need the same skill levels that someone you know who wants to be a network engineer uh, really needs when it comes to diagnosing some of these basically rolling computer networks that we call cars and trucks. So That's it. And so, you know, young people are often looking for what to do with their careers. And I know I've got, you know, kids under 25 and they you know are the first ones to be working on their mobiles and they're so used to having information right at their fingertips they expect to be able to google something and figure it out yeah and yet the joke is if you google and start to look for help on your career path and career exploration and navigation there's a lot of just old school tools and we wanted to build a gen z tool that is, you know, the way they think, the way they learn, they're not going to be reading exhausting articles. This generation's not doing that. Mm -hmm. They want video, they want interaction, they want to find friends and interactions, but they're willing to look for people they can connect with all over the world. It's not just in their local community or school. So they may be the only kid who wrenches in their entire school, but they can now connect with like-minded people all over the country and that's the way they think is i'll find a mentor but you know what if my mentor lives five states away from me what do i care we know now what they already knew which is i can talk to you over video yeah you know we can connect and we don't have to be next door or physically in front of each other to build your network and they think globally and i think that that is going to be again the revolution here where these aspiring uh, technicians, I call them future techs, uh-huh. will be able to truly find all the resources they need. And now they're like, hey, I want to go to SEMA. And SEMA takes a bunch of youth to their conference. But now they know how to tap into that or apply. They want to go be part of the future tech competition that the TMC Diesel puts on every year. Well, they've never even heard of it. Well, now they will. They, you know, can we double the attendance and participation in Skills USA all over the country because now more students know it exists? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. And TechForce itself has a recognition program, I believe, right? Tech's Rock Award. Is that what you called it? We do. We have, well, we have two that we do each year. One is the Future Tech's Rock. Uh-huh. The other is the Tech's Rock. So obviously the one is for students who are in school who've already shown their passion and acumen and they're being nominated for students who rock. And then we do the text rock, which again, employers and peers, coworkers are nominating them, not because of their skill set. That's not a place for tech force necessarily, right? To judge. There's plenty of other organizations that judge their skill set competition mm-hmm. by the technicians currently working in industry who take time out to coach, to mentor, mm-hmm. who in industry takes time out to be kind to the new guy or gal and show them, you know, the ropes rather than setting up a confrontational or a competitive environment. So we're always celebrating the fact that it's going to take that village to build this pipeline and everybody's got a role in it. So, you know, for the working techs right now, we say, remember the younger you and what it was like and get behind tech force to help make that road just a little bit easier for the next generation. I think we call that paying it forward. Yeah. Sounds like a great place to start. Tell me again, the URL where we can go and and make our profiles. Was that techforce.org, was it? Well, techforce.org is our website. And in the future, they will all come together. But for right now, it is jointechforce.org. 
and you sign up, you put in your name and your profile, or you create an account and you just start having fun. So it's as easy as that. And uh, if any of your listeners are like, I want to help, we're small businesses, then please contact us as well. We have small business memberships, partnerships, I should say in the sense of, again, no donation is too small Mm -hmm. because this is a massive industry. And we always say that if everybody just threw in something, then we'd have that much more to help these students through the pipeline so that you all have more more people to hire. Well, I've been watching TechForce since it began and you guys do some great work. So I'm just happy that we're able to uh, spread the word about the new developments. So. Well, we appreciate your, uh, your voice and always your champion. I look forward to filling out my profile. So, Well, we look forward to seeing you in there. One of the other exciting things we have is our Women Tech's Rock initiative. Hmm. And the Tech Force community is built very much with that in mind. So in other words, we talked a little bit about the stigmas or why people don't come into the industry. We have another challenge, which is women don't necessarily see themselves in this industry. And that needs to change. So Tech Force does its Women Tech's Rock initiative, and we're working on what we call 52, mm. talking to 52% of the population and making sure through the Tech Force community that they see themselves in the imagery, they find themselves, and they have ways to connect with all of those resources as well. Because sometimes you do need all the extra connection points that if you're going to be the only female in the classroom, that you feel like you have that peer network to support you and and cheer you on. Yeah. A lot of the individuals that I've interviewed in school, some of the students, a fair number of them actually are women. And I know they've only accounted for about 1% of our workforce traditionally, but that seems to be growing. Would you agree with that assessment? We are hearing and seeing that, that in the high school and just starting into the post-secondary, there is a shift and you're starting to see it. So hopefully it's been some of the work we've been doing over the last five years of, again, showing the imagery, having videos and testimonials around women, celebrating women techs who rock, having spokespeople like Bogey be out there and be a face of tech force. But I think in the end of the day, it's also the you do you generation, Yeah, you know, where women are starting to be like, hey, I like this, you know, I'm doing this. So yeah, we're starting to see it. But remember, we see too often that students get inspired. They think that this is what they want to do. They start to explore it. Maybe they start to go to school. What we have to stop is the ones who then get derailed or hit a pothole and drop out and industry loses them. Or we lose them after the first year of employment. So the tech force community, again, is a place where being a charity, our purpose is to nurture them to success. We have no other dog in the fight than to make sure they're successful. And that's why even with the young women, connecting them, getting them resources, having the conversation in amidst of the men and women that we need women in this industry to solve the shortage. Sure. And having those conversations might just help more retain. And that's important. So I get worried at times that we can't think they're more coming until we make sure they're retaining. Well, Jennifer, it has been a pleasure talking with you today. Any final words before I let you go for the day? No, just stay safe. And thanks for having me. Oh, it's always a pleasure. We've been talking with Jennifer Maher, the CEO of the Tech Force Foundation, about their new Tech Force community. And we'll look forward to developments down the road as you build on this. So Jennifer, thanks again for your time. It's been wonderful. Thanks, Tony. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. 
If you're brand new to the ASA podcast or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.